On today's episode, I interview a real-life teen entrepreneur. So if you want to make your own money, get a pad and pen out and get ready to take some notes. Welcome to Secrets for an Awesome Life. You ever see someone living a pretty awesome life and wonder, man, do they know secrets that I don't? Yes, yes they do. And this podcast is about those secrets. I'm your host, Joey Massio, a certified life coach who helps teens build self-confidence, develop social skills, and achieve their goals, or what I call becoming the hero of their own story. Did you know that I have a YouTube channel where I take the secrets I talk about on this podcast and condense it into a short, fun video? I call it my message for Monday, a useful message for teens in four minutes or less. A new video drops every week. I also post YouTube shorts as well, which are even shorter than four minutes. Perfect for teens who lack even a medium attention span. Go to YouTube and search Sidekick to Hero to find and follow my channel. And now episode 112, an interview with a teen entrepreneur. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is a little different episode today. I don't have a story to start this one because I have a guest on and I wanted to give as much time to this guest as possible. You guys know I've been talking about making money this month and I talked about being a teen entrepreneur. And for those of you guys who are like, Joey doesn't know what he's talking about. He became an entrepreneur in his 30s. You just can't do it as a teen. I decided to get somebody with authority on here, and I have with us today, Evan Paventi. Evan, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. I'm so excited to have you here. Evan is a, a former client of mine. He's a rock star, a hard worker. What, uh, what grade are you in? Junior. In so you're just finishing your junior year? Yep. Oh, all right. And um, he's, uh, he's a teen entrepreneur. He has experience in this category. So, uh, Evan, first off, tell us all the relevant <clears throat> stuff we need to know about you. Okay. Well, I play tennis. I have had a couple jobs that were, that you would consider entrepreneur, um, jobs, uh, I play the guitar in a band, which we're, we're getting that started pretty soon, which is really cool. Um, that's pretty much it. Like, nice. Now, wait a minute, a couple, I only knew about the one, but you've been an entrepreneur a couple of times. Well, yeah, I mean, lawn mowing, uh, detailing cars twice with like two different, completely two different ways of doing it. And then with the band, we're, um, going to start making money. So that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, well let's let's get into this. Um, tell us about because the lawn mowing business is is when we were working together. That's what you had. Tell us about that. How it started. How you enjoyed it. You know, like essentially, what was your business model? So, with lawn mowing, it's you have the same clients every week. So you get a client, you have them the whole summer if you do a good job, and they don't fire you. So, <laughs> Um, at the beginning, you got to like work really hard to get clients, pass out like hundreds and hundreds of flyers, um, 
post the flyers on Facebook, Instagram, things like that, just to get as many people possible. And we had around like 40 clients. Mm. So, so we mowed 40 lawns every week. And that was, I mean, mowing lawns is like no joke. Like it's, it's really hard work. And especially in the summer. Um, so let me think like for those kids who are like, Oh, my, my summertime is my time to sleep in, sit around and play video games all day. Yeah. For them. It's definitely not for that, but it is nice because there's a couple different ways you can do it. You can do, you can mow the lawns all week long. So you're working every day, but what we did, which is a little bit harder, but it's pretty nice. We just worked all day Monday and all day Tuesday. Mm. So we mowed 20 lawns on Monday, 20 lawns on Tuesday. And then we had Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, no work. And we, yeah, we were getting paid enough that we only needed to work two days a week. Wow. That, that's the dream, right? As other people are like, yeah. oh, I got to run off to work tonight. I'm working at the Cold <laughs> Stone Creamery or, you know, Subway yeah. Sandwich. I, I, I have a shift starting. You didn't have that. Yeah, no, but it was, it was a grind all day, Monday and all day Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Now you said you made enough and I know the teens out there are like, well, okay, but how much, like, I want to know, I mean, how much did you charge? How much of that did you make a, a week? Let's say. Oh, I have to think back. This was last summer. So obviously every lawn is different. There's, there's lawns with more like, um, like more weed whacking which is kind of more of like we would charge more for that because that's kind of extra skill labor. So, but every lawn's different. I think the lowest lawn we had was like 20 bucks. And then the highest was maybe like 75, 80, which is really, really cheap compared to professional <laughs> mowing businesses who are charging like over a hundred right. for bigger lawns and stuff. Um, but I think the average was like 40 to 50. 40 so to 50. We, were making, we were making 40 to 50 bucks on a lawn and it would take us with, I did this with two other friends and we could knock out, um, like an acre and a half lawn in, or an acre lawn in maybe like under an hour. Oh, nice. Pretty quickly. Um, so we were, I don't know if I could give you a specific number, but it was definitely like, I, it was a lot of money. <laughs> I had money to save and money to spend. And um, yeah, I don't know if I could give you a I was going to say like the rough math on that, if it was 40 uh, a week and there's 40 to 50, I don't math very well, but that's about 1600, 1600, uh, 1800 a week. So you're probably yeah. walking away. I mean, 800, $900 a week. Yeah, it was it was a lot. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And so the other thing we did too is normally with businesses like that, you know, you got to pay for gas. What we did, well, you do have to pay for gas, you know, for the mower, <laughs> the car. We stole it. We siphoned it. No. Yeah. <laughs> so we, I was doing it with two other friends. We all have trucks that can pull the trailer and we would just switch every week. Like this week was my week to drive and I have to pay for the gas. Next week is um, Charlie's week. He has to pay for the gas. Next week is Spencer's week. 
And so, and while the other person was paying for gas for the car, the other two would pay for the gas for the mowers. Oh, nice. And so that's kind of the only like money you have to spend on the business because everything else is, I mean, mower from the last few years. So we, right. that was the only thing. And I don't know if that was the smartest idea to do because there was some like, like, oh, my, my truck gets less miles to a gallon than yours. So I'm not making enough money. You know, like there was a lot of problems like that. And we kind of just kind of like, just get over it. You know, you're making over $500 a week. Just complain, just get the job done. So I definitely wouldn't ever do that again. That specific way. Yeah, so have it set up that way. Figure out yeah. that way. It definitely wasn't a good idea. <clears throat> um, so then, yeah. what, what were the, the hardest parts of running your own business? Um, the hardest part is, I would say scheduling jobs and like talking to the the clients and getting there because you know with mowing and now i'm doing car detailing with those two things people really lo- want those to look perfect mm. and we were mowing a lot of older people's cars i mean lawns <laughs> um and not to like not to you know be judgmental or anything but just a lot of them were very picky and kind of rude sometimes mm. and we were doing i would i think we were doing a really good job but the hardest part was just dealing with that like dealing with their stuff just right we, we, we love old people on this show we respect yeah. them however no i totally see what you're talking about right yeah, yeah, they're, sure. they're very specific some yeah. some can be very and that's probably true for any age or any kind of job is yeah, that sure. people get very like, ah, oh, it's gotta be this way. Yeah. This is my lawn that you're doing. I want it yeah. to be this way. So and I, we would I, always do it the way they wanted. It was just hard to like, just some of the conversations were kind of hard to have mm. kind of get things. So we were on the same page. Did you ever feel like they maybe valued you less or talked down to you because you were a teen? Yeah, for sure. We, we had the, this conversation like between us multiple times. Like it was kind of funny how, so some people would talk down to us, but other people would like, do you want a drink? Like they would bring stuff, they would give stuff to us because we were teenagers. (laughs) So, and you're like, they're like, Oh, we're so proud of you. Do you want, like I have a cooler in the back, just every week, come back and grab a drink whenever you want. So some of the perks. <laughs> yeah. So there's definitely perks because people, people like to see teenagers working and they, mm. you know, pe- they mean they tipped us for mowing their lawn, which isn't a thing that normally professionals happens. get. Yeah. Professionals do. Yeah. When it gets some uh, nice cold lemonade and a, uh, and a tip after yeah. doing it. Right. They're like, yeah, you better show up. Mean. Don't talk to me, do my lawn the way I want it and leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they you know the teens get treated differently, both in yeah. a good way and could be in a bad way. Uh, I remember when I was about your age, going into Circuit City, which they don't exist anymore, 
Okay, but it's an electronic store where you could buy laptops and other things. And I had $2,000 to buy a laptop. And I remember going in and I'm standing there in the laptop uh, area and nobody comes up to talk to me. Like none of the workers address me. And like some like middle-aged dude comes up and then boom, somebody immediately goes up to him and is like, hey, you want a laptop? And I'm like, I'm right here. And nobody yeah. talks to me. So I literally just, I, I, I walked out and I went to a different place and I bought it. So teens do get treated a little differently, but I, I like that there's, there's an angle here and it's not like a manipulative, a manipulative one, but it's one where, yeah, people love to see teens working and they love to support that, especially a local teen in their community who's running their own business. I'd rather hire a teen to mow my lawn than some professional, you know, company because yeah. You know, I feel like I'm contributing to that teen's life and growth. Or is yeah. that offensive to you teens? No, no, that's <laughs> that's literally what we were. That's that's the plan that we were playing off of. Because we can, we believe that we could do the same, just good a job as a professional. Like, that's why I keep I'm doing professional. Because we air quotes, air quotes. Yeah, because they're doing that for their full-time job. We're doing that for our, we're working just as much as they are. Well, they're working probably more, but I think we're doing the exact same job. Right. Per law. Us being teenagers doesn't make it professional. Right. Yeah. Okay. What were the fun parts? <laughs> what were the fun parts of, of running a business? <laughs> Sorry. Um, the fun parts is, I mean, you're your own boss. You can, you, you decide how much you get paid. You decide um, your work schedule. You, you can say you're your own boss here. You own a company. I don't know. Um, Did that help with the ladies? Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> um, it's it's also just fun working with friends, you know. Um, but also, I can tell you some stuff about like it's it's also not working with friends is also not the best thing. Right. Yeah. It's, it's fun, but in any business, there's going to be disagreements and there's going to be, like you said, with the whole truck and miles per gallon and, and all that. But, but yeah. on the plus side, you're working with your friends and I assume yeah. most of the time that was pretty fun. Yeah, it was, it was super fun. Like all summer long, just, you know, being with friends all day and then, you know, yeah, going to lunch and then like, it's just, it's just like, just really fun. I know. Like I'm thinking what I did when I was a teen with my friends, we like just skateboarded around the city and just kind of sat around where, where do you want to go next? And then we go do this and we wish we had money, you know? And then when we, yeah. when we started working, my first job was Burger King. All right. So I'm working at a Burger King and then my, and then my friend got hired there and then we're both working at Burger King uh, and that was yeah. fun. But then it was like, it's, it's minimum wage. And I, I think I mentioned this on the previous episode, but Teens, minimum wage is literally employers asking the government, okay, what is the lowest possible amount we can pay these teens that work for us uh, that, and where we won't get arrested? And then the government has to go, okay, okay, you have to pay them at least this much. And you're literally making the least amount of money possible if you're working for you know, a Burger King, a Subway, so, some a chain restaurant or grocery store, if they're going to be paying you minimum wage or a couple bucks yeah. over minimum wage. 
Yeah. Working for yourself, I, I assume from the math that we did per hours, I haven't worked that out, but I assume you made a lot more than minimum wage. Yeah, it was it, it was surprising every time we did the math. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was definitely not. A couple times over minimum wage. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like 40 or 50 bucks an hour is what it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. But so- it is, it's 40 to 50 bucks an hour, an hour of really hard work. Mm, so yeah. you're not sitting around. Yeah. Yeah. Man, but uh, it's just, so what would you say? So money, money's the benefit, right? It is working hard and all that. But what would you say you also got from it? Outside of money, what did you get from your experience? I think it, and obviously I got more and more comfortable talking to strangers. Like, um, just developed a little harder work ethic. Because there, I mean, I'm going to be honest, there were some days where it's like, I really don't want to wake up and go mow lawns in 110 degree heat. Like, <laughs> and even sometimes in the rain, like it, because you have to mow every week, no matter what. Or the grass gets super long. So it is definitely work, developing a work ethic that was good. Just kind of, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and how is that going to help you going mm-hmm. forward? Well, it's, it's helping me with my job now. Um, it's helping me, helps me in school, sports. I mean, having a work ethic and a good work ethic or a hard work ethic can help you in anything. Yeah. Okay. So you said that you're not doing the lawn mowing business anymore. Tell us what led to that decision. Because I think if a team's going to start a business, it's probably good to know when to end the business. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a hard thing. So first off, mowing is only like spring, summer, and fall. Because you live and in Idaho, right? Yeah, I live in Idaho. So the grass um, is growing pretty. I mean, we have all four seasons. So it's, I mean, it's spring, summer, fall, but the summers are pretty intense heat. Um, and so I'm only, I don't really know how to say this. So I was making enough money where I didn't need to work in the winter. Mm. but not working in the winter kind of I kind of feel like I lost a little bit of work ethic because <laughs> uh-huh. I would just sit around and do nothing you got lazy I can't like go outside and do stuff um so I kind of lost that a little bit and I didn't want that mm. so I was looking for a job that I could do year round but still be my own boss and have all those perks um so that was one thing. I just kind of wanted something different because I've been doing this long thing for like four years. Oh my goodness. And I was just kind of tired of it. But also, you don't you shouldn't quit something just because you're tired of it. <laughs> there were um also working with those two friends. Um those two friends kind of there was just a lot of contention, I guess. You Are you guys say. still friends now? Um, <laughs> well, so we were friends, we're, we were friends after that, but just the last couple months, 
there's just been some more more tension i guess oh okay and i mean i've, I've kind of just stopped hanging out with them just because of possibly stuff. different things different things that were led to that yeah different things but it all kind of branched from mm. from business yeah so so be aware so, if you're going to go into business with your best buds it could cause some strain and possible tension and such yes for sure and family is even worse so <laughs> um yeah. i think one of the main the main problems is or was is that i was i was the owner of the company and i was the boss i was like you know talking to the customers scheduling <clears throat> and all that stuff they kind of just like showed up and worked and so i was doing hours and hours of more work than they were like filling out excel sheets with how much money we made you know stuff like that and so if you're doing more work you should probably get you know you should get paid for the work that you're doing mm. and they didn't think that i should get paid and they kind of i feel like i mean i don't know i don't want to like talk for them but from my point of view i felt like they were like threatened i don't really know by me being the boss or in charge you know right and so well yeah i, that, I, I think that's I, an important lesson there is like if you are going to work with your friends be as detailed as possible yeah exactly i think at the beginning of an endeavor like that you're like hey let's just work together well how's it gonna work i don't know but we, we're just we like each other so yeah. much it's gonna be great let's do it no. yeah and so after after that we with those same two friends we started a car detailing business mm. and with car detailing it's a lot more detailed <laughs> and you don't if you schedule a customer you won't have them every week you got to find a different completely different person mm. um and so you have to like you're you're gonna have to advertise constantly and i was the only person advertising so that only lasted like two months because we weren't getting enough customers because i was the only one advertising so i just just stopped doing it and didn't work for a couple months because the tennis season was starting to so yeah. and then this leads into the what i'm doing now which is yeah. also car detailing, <clears throat> which is also car detailing and it's with another friend so i'm i'm done with those people i'm moving on to this guy um and he's he's really uh like cooperative i guess and so for for a couple of weeks i was working for him because he it, it was his business it's and it's called premier detailing pros like you can look it up online it's a really nice website and um so i was working for him and he was kind of training me which was a good experience so now now i'm to the point where i can now it's we're partners mm. and he's he's out of town i have the work phone and i'm scheduling jobs i'm out of town he's doing that and is he so, also a teen yeah he's oh. my my grade nice he's on the tennis team too yeah mm. yeah well, awesome so so you have that so you're kind of now working for somebody else or in kind of a partnership where you're not the boss per se right yeah definitely he's he's more the boss than i am but we're we're 
a team. Nice. Yeah. Man. Okay. So hopefully this has been very helpful for people who have been listening. Yeah. Some of you guys might be walking away from this episode and being like, uh, it's so much easier to just go work at pizza hut. Right. And I'm going to show up when they tell me to show up. It might be, but yeah, I, I, everyone, everyone that I know that works at jobs like that are always complaining, um, about stuff. So, yeah, I mean, there's going to be things to complain about no matter what, Yeah, no matter what path you take working. I, I remember I worked as a pizza delivery boy in, um, my junior or senior year of high school. And, uh, I had so much to complain about. And I remember if I showed up like five minutes late for a shift that was right after school, I had to drop my brother off and I try to get there. The owner would be there like arms folded, shaking his head. I remember one time, like, and this was like a repeated thing. I said, well, I'm coming, I'm coming. And, um, I remember being late and somebody actually ordered pizza at three o'clock in the afternoon from this like little, like no name pop, sh- like, like mama pop shop. And he had to go make the delivery. So when, uh, I, I got there at three Oh five or three Oh seven, I remember he had this like contract that was like, if I'm late again, you can fire me, Joey, I want you to sign this. And I was like, nah, I just quit, you know? <laughs> and I just quit yeah. and walked out. Uh, <clears throat> so there's going to be things like that no matter what. However, I mean, what would you say kind of final thoughts? Uh, Obviously, I think if I asked you, what would you encourage people to do work as an employee at some other job or kind of do their own thing? You know, where, where would you encourage them and what would be some final thoughts? I would say it just depends on if some people don't want that like responsibility and that's perfectly fine to go work for somebody else like if you want to mow lawns find someone who's mowing lawns like there's a lot of people who are doing stuff like this who you can work for um or at least there's in my area um so just do whatever do whatever you feel comfortable with but if you have like the desire to um to like own your own business it's totally doable it's i might have made it sound like too much work but it's it's kind of just it's it's not not hard you just you gotta you do it the way you want to do it and there's a lot of youtube videos out there and podcasts and stuff on how to how to do that kind of thing if you don't know what to do, but I would, I would definitely recommend owning your own business as a teenager. Cause as a teenager, I mean, we got a lot of stuff to do, especially if you do sports mm-hmm. and you know, it's, it's really nice to have your own schedule and be making more money. Yeah. So <laughs> I would recommend it. Nice man. Well, Evan, thank you very much for coming on and chatting. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Oh, and also if anybody wants to reach out and ask Evan questions, just shoot me an email and I can pass along to him. 
Uh, if, if you guys want to ask some questions about stuff, uh, my email is joey at sidekicktohero.com. And then I can kind of be your guys' liaison, get you guys in touch if you had questions about things. Is that okay with you, Evan? Yeah, for sure. I should have asked you first, huh? Yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I just know you. You're just so, so nice and accommodating. So awesome, dude. Thanks again. Yeah, thank you. Yo, teens, I know you spend a lot of time doing fun things like playing video games or watching YouTube, but those things do not improve your life, like, at all. I created something that combines YouTube and video games, but that also helps you build self-confidence, develop social skills, and achieve your goals. It's called Sidekick to Hero, and it's gamified mindset training just for teens. You play through stages, attend weekly live streams, and compete to win real prizes each month, all while strengthening your mind so that you can stop feeling like the sidekick in your own life. Grab a parent and check it out at SidekickToHero.com so you can start being the person you were born to be, a hero. A hero.